Amen. Good to be with you today on this Good Friday. Good Friday is kind of a weird, you know, choice of words, I think, for the holiday where we remember the death of our Lord Jesus. And we often speculate on why is it good? And the really simple answer that people use a lot is that I'm sure I've used, um, well, it's good because then Easter could happen. You know, Good Friday is like, oh, we'll endure Friday, but Sunday's a coming, you know, that kind of a mentality. Um, There are also, it's easy to say, well, Jesus died so that we could be forgiven, and that makes it good. But I think that there are some ways in which Good Friday is truly good for a number of other reasons, the essence of which is what death really means and what death really is. We can tend to think of death as being bad, but there's a verse in Psalm 116, and you can turn over there or not. I know this is Friday, so you probably don't have your Bibles with you. No, I'm just kidding. But Psalm 116, verse 15, the psalmist says this, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Kind of an unusual concept, really. I don't, I don't hear this talked about a lot. Precious means it's valuable, it's special, it's something that you feel drawn to. To the day of a death? The death of his saints, and saints there doesn't just mean super spiritual people. That Hebrew word there for saints is the word hasid, which just means kind people. People who are kind. Um, The Hasidic Jews take this same word, and that's why they call themselves Hasidic, because they want to be kind. There's something actually precious and valuable and special, even about someone's death. And if you think about it in your life, you can understand this to some degree. Yes, when someone we love dies, it's sad. But at the same time, when someone dies, and I've had quite a few friends die lately, I remember how special they are. In some ways, you don't appreciate people until they are gone. You go, oh, you appreciate them. But there's something very special, not only about their death, but about the opportunity to remember their death, to celebrate their death. And I think that it's kind of what the psalmist is getting to, and it's something that we need to appreciate about Good Friday, is that death is not a bad thing. Death isn't, you know, apart from God, people would just act like, oh, death is just terrible. And I mean... He says it's the death of the kind people. So sure, if somebody's really mean when they die, it's not saying that that isn't a precious sight too. It's just he's mentioning the kind people. Because when people who are nice, people who care, people who are loving, when they die, it actually encompassed in that whole thing is the essence of what people really are, about what they're worth, about what they mean to us. There's something very rich just in that experience of death itself. Now, 
If you think back on some of the people that you know that who have died and you love them, then you're resonating with what God is expressing here. That the way he looks at it is, oh, in the same way that we do it, God's having that same vision of death. So we shouldn't treat death as if, oh, it's the horrible disaster. Not at all. There's something about death that is precious, that's valuable, that means something and will always mean something to us. Um, You know, it's funny when you think about people that you haven't seen for a long time or someone who used to be on TV or whatever and you don't, they kind of faded into obscurity. And you're like, I don't even know if they're dead or not. But when someone that you know, that you, you, there are people that you kind of remember if somebody reminds you, but if you know that they died, all of a sudden your perspective changes. Now, this has something to do with the whole element of the nature of life. Would life really be life apart from death? Just think about it in our realm. You could have a plastic flower. That thing would live forever. But do we value a plastic flower? The flower that we value is the one that you look and it hasn't always been here and it's going to die. And so you know that you have a set amount of time with that beautiful flower. It's what makes it precious. It's what makes it valuable. A person is a person because of the fact that we're all programmed to ultimately die. Now, of course, we know about resurrection. We'll talk about that more on Sunday on Easter. But I just want you to consider that even death itself makes something special. I, my grandson, Brandon, has a stuffed monkey that he's had ever since practically he was born. His name's Coco. And it's like Brandon's best friend. I try to get him to say you know, that I'm his best friend, but then I go, more than Coco? And he's like, eh. But a couple of years, I mean, his parents are trying to figure out how to get him off Coco. But I remember him bringing Coco over to our house, and he goes, Papa, you know, Coco's going to die someday. And I thought, what a powerful statement. And I'm sure his parents are trying to get him, you know, you can't be taking him to high school with you. But, um, but at the same time, if you say that something's going to die, and Coco's had lots of surgery, um, all sorts of things. If, in fact, he does die, the truth is, it'll probably be because their dog, Lucy, ate him. But, but it's like there's something precious about something that is mortal, about something that can die. Now, when you talk about Jesus, recognize what made him human was partly that he was born of a woman. But that was pretty miraculous. And then he lived a life, he worked hard in construction, he did, finally he had these relationships with people and things like that. But ultimately, could he be said to be human if he hadn't actually died? Um, you know, in Philippians 2, where Paul talks about to use Jesus as an example, and he says, that he emptied himself. He, he didn't hang on to the fact that he was God, 
but he emptied himself completely, became a human, became a servant, humbled himself to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him. You ever catch that? That Jesus is in the position that he is in because he became so human that he died. Death is an important part of humanity. And so, again, there in Philippians, it's like, that's why God has elevated him. It makes sense why the Apostle Paul would talk about his ministry and say, I preach Christ and him crucified. All I know is Jesus crucified. Over and over again, he says, I preach the cross. Why? Because Good Friday... When Jesus died, it's when he ultimately established himself as our Savior, but he established himself as being a real human being. And that was super important. Later in Hebrews, Paul talks about the fact that he is our high priest. He sticks up for us because he has been through everything that we have been through. Had he not died, he really wouldn't have experienced that experience of the one thing that we don't look forward to, but the thing that he had to endure in order to be fully human so that he could ultimately be our savior. It's not just that he was paying the penalty for our sins, though that's an element of it as well, but he is seen as somebody who, when he died, when he went to that extent, he said, I am with you in everything that you go through. I get it. I know. And so he became, he became complete as a human being when he died. And that's one reason why that death of his is so important. But death has a lot of you know, ramifications in terms of you know, the, the effect that it can have on us. One of the things that death does, just the existence of death, not just to mention Jesus dying, but death period in our lives. One of the things that's really good about it is it gives us the opportunity to consider and to reflect and to think. And you know this happens when someone you care about dies. Now, over in Psalm um, 80 or uh, in Psalm 89, he says this, remember how short my time is, in verse 47. For what futility have you created all the children of men? What man can live and not see death? Can he deliver his life from the power of the grave? So think about death and realize how short your time is. One good thing that can come when we are honest about the existence of death, it changes the way we look at life. And it certainly, for the disciples, gave them a particular perspective when they didn't even believe that Jesus was going to die. But when he did, wow, it changed so much about who they were and what they understood. Their whole perspective changed when that happened. Over in Ecclesiastes, there's a similar passage that talks about that talks about this too and it says um, in verse in chapter 7 of Ecclesiastes a good name is better than precious ointment and the day of death than the day of one's birth because 
the day of death is really important, better than a day of a celebration of birth. Better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting, for that is the end of all men, and the living will take it to heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for by a sad countenance the heart is made better. Facing death helps each of us. And to be in denial about death is a huge problem because you don't have a perspective on what life even is. Now, for the disciples of Jesus, when he died, don't you think that that was when they began to reflect in a serious way about everything that they had gone through with him? The miracles that he had done, the brilliant things that he had said, the kindness that he showed to people. See, death, according to Solomon here, is something that really gives us a perspective on life itself. We, if we are living our lives in denial of the existence of death, we will miss so much of what's special about life. And so death becomes precious because it changes our lives and gives us a unique perspective on what life is really all about. Not only that, death is always seen as a fresh start. That's what Easter is about. But that's what the reality is for all of us, is that death isn't the end of everything. But death is an important doorway that we pass through to get somewhere else. Back in, uh, in Joshua, when Moses had just died, and the beginning of the book of Joshua, it's interesting the wording that the Lord chose to communicate this. It said, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. And as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and the Lebanon and so on, no man, verse 5, shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Can't you remember that Jesus, as he was preparing the disciples for his death, was explaining to them, actually the fact that I'm dying, it works out better for everyone. Death is something that opens a different door for me, but you know what? It does for you as well. And every one of us understands this, hopefully, in our lives, that when someone dies who we love, It leaves a vacuum in our lives. That vacuum can absolutely empower and transform us because if we have been changed by the kindness of someone who is now gone, it allows us to now get busy because, you know what, we have a job to do as well. There are things that we need to appreciate and value. And it's hard to keep this in mind. But every time someone dies... It gives us a new opportunity and it gives other people. You, I, I think, wow, when someone dies and they leave such a vacuum. But I think, so I wonder who God's going to raise up. I wonder who Joshua is. I, I wonder what's going to happen next. Because following death is always 
a new opportunity for life to flourish in different ways and through different people. And it's one of the reasons why, what's precious about death is that if, if death wasn't there, if Jesus hadn't died, the whole starting of the church couldn't have happened. The Holy Spirit coming on the Christians and, and empowering them for service, everything that happened through the book of Acts wouldn't have happened if Jesus had not died. See, his death, though devastating for the disciples, his death turned the disciples loose in a way that his life could never do. And he explained that to them. The Gospel of John goes through lengthy teachings that he you know, went through with them to explain to them, no, this is actually going to be good for you. And so Jesus dying, Good Friday, it really is. It's good. It's a good thing that he died. It gives us perspective. It helps us to see life itself in a more realistic way. And ultimately, it empowers us to say, okay, in the same way that every time someone that we love is taken from us, we can go, well, they're better off, but you know what? According to the scriptures, we're better off too. Because this is how new people get an opportunity to do things they couldn't have done otherwise. Every time there is a vacuum that's left on this planet, something will fill that vacuum. And so death is just God's way of priming the pump. And I always try to remember at at memorial services and funerals to challenge people to say, so who's going to step up? Who's going to be changed as a result of this? For the church of Jesus Christ, boy, it was just as they were ready and primed and they had been prepared to receive the Holy Spirit there in Acts chapter 2. And now to spread out and do what Jesus couldn't do on his own. He couldn't be everywhere at once. Everywhere Jesus went... And to this day, it's like, if he was still here, everybody would want him to heal them. But he had something so much more in mind. And back then, people would think, well, yeah, Jesus is awesome because he's God. He's, he's, you know, he has all these miraculous powers. But then when he left that commission to all of us, it's like, it's pretty sure when we do what we do, We're trying to fill some small part of what was left when he died. But we have advantages that he doesn't have. Jesus ministered just in a small part of the country. Today, we can minister all over the world just through the internet. It's amazing the opportunities that exist today that didn't exist then. And it's true that... When he died, he opened up just a whole can of, whoo, you know, to change the world. And had he not died, that wouldn't have happened. And so death is always a good thing because of what it leaves behind and what it enables itself to do. And probably all of these things together are why Jesus saw his death as being a good thing. Now, you might go, well, where did he say it was good? I mean, he was praying that it, he, if he didn't have to do it. And he ultimately, we know on the cross, he, he committed himself to the Lord and said, you know, 
it's finished. Okay, I've done everything I need to do now. I've, I, into your hands I commit my spirit. But when Jesus was preparing the disciples for him to go and then he talked to them about it afterwards, he told them, here's how I want to be remembered. He, he didn't say, I always want you to remember my great teaching, although they would remember a lot of his teaching. He didn't say, I want you to always remember when I healed blind people or raised the dead. I don't want you to ever forget what I did for Lazarus, although who could ever forget that? He didn't say, I don't want you to ever forget the way I was so good with children, although we'll always remember that. But when it finally came down to it, he said, here's what I want to be remembered by. I want to be remembered by my death. The thing that I want you to regularly celebrate is my broken body, my shed blood, communion. That's what he chose. I mean, he could have easily come up with a great, you know, he didn't even talk about, boy, I always want you to remember me on Easter, the glory of the resurrection, the open tomb, the, and as much as who could ever forget that. But he didn't say that. He said, when you remember me, I want you to remember my death. Because death was special for him. He understood the power of death itself. He knew that that's what he ultimately came for. Yes, he rose from the dead, but he didn't come to raise from the dead. He came to die. That's what validated and verified everything that he was. And for me, it helps me cope with the death that we all have to face at different times and the death that we all ultimately will look forward to um, because Jesus showed us that that isn't, you know, that's part of life. It's a normal part of life. It's actually very precious. There will be, when I die... There are going to be really good things that happen. I mean, most people will probably remember me as being much better than I really was. <laughs> and, and yet, there are other people who will fill in gaps of whatever I would do. It's life goes on. And Jesus wanted his disciples to remember that partly because each one of them was going to die too. And almost all of them died as martyrs. And so he said, I want you to remember to celebrate my broken body and my shed blood because death is really a good thing. Death is not an enemy that we run from. Death is a blessing when it happens. You don't rush it. You don't push it. You don't particularly enjoy the feeling of that. I was telling somebody today who was saying, you know, yeah, as we get old, he's about my age, Doug, and he's like, yeah, we're about the same age, and I know, I, I'm starting to, you know, forget stuff and lose stuff, and, and I go, and he said, I have Alzheimer's in my family, and I'm like, yeah, I know, we are the same age, thanks. Uh, but, <laughs> but I told him, I'll say, you'll know when I start to lose it, when I take up hang gliding, that's how it's going to go down. <laughs> Nobody's anxious to die, but everybody has to come to terms with it and realize whenever and however it happens, it's a good thing. Jesus taught us that. He courageously faced it 
And then he said, and by the way, when you guys remember me, I want you to remember my death. And that's what we celebrate when we celebrate communion. We, and we will do that today. We, and by the way, if you didn't get some communion elements, you can put your hand up and ushers will, will bring you some. But there's a reason why Jesus wanted to be remembered in death more than in any other way. Because the world looks at death as being a horrible tragedy. The reality is, death is a part of being human. And it's also a part of what accomplishes so many good things. When we stop being in denial about death and we can talk about it openly, it's amazing the perspective that we can get on life. We appreciate life much more because of the reality of death if we, if we don't completely try to obliterate it and we're afraid to talk about it. But Jesus taught us that, how precious his life was, but it was temporary in that respect. Every one of us who have given our lives to Jesus Christ also know once death comes, we really cash in at that point. Then we are blessed to have eternal life and for all of eternity, one of the things that we'll probably celebrate is our own death. Like, yeah, that was really, I thought it was rough. It kind of was painful, but boy, this was the door I passed through in order to get here in heaven. Death, a beautiful thing, precious in the sight of the Lord and in the sight of people who understand is death. And that's why Jesus said, I don't ever want you to forget my death. Body was broken. My blood was shed. Don't you ever forget it. Because it's not a tragedy. It's something to celebrate beautifully. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for... Thank you for death. Death was a gift that you gave humans... Once we started to mess things up, death was an act of your grace. And you always provided a pathway after death to get to eternal life. But death is that beautiful door that we will all, unless you return before then, each one of us will pass through that door. Help us to live our lives always with kindness so that death for us will be something that is precious, is valuable. Thanks for showing us that truth. Thank you for giving your precious life for us so that we could discover that death is not just an enemy that you have to try to avoid as long as you can and then try to slide past it as soon as possible. Help us to see today on this Good Friday, that this day was precious to you and you showed us that the day of death is always precious for those who are kind, for those who contribute, who make a difference, who love others, who are gentle and good, those who reflect your qualities, that death is always, always a time to reflect and celebrate and to think about in the meantime to be challenged after it happens 
communion gives us that opportunity. And so, Lord, we thank you for what you've done in dying for us and teaching us how to die, that it's no big deal. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.